One Emotional Podcast, Conversations for Inspiration on the Go. We offer on-the-go inspiration because our whole heart is set on beauty and our best bets are set on art. Man is not truly one, but two. I would like to start this episode by this quote uh, from Robert Louis Stevenson. Man is not truly one, but two. And it's referring to these two sides that every human being has. We have our light side and our dark side. We have both sides. And maybe our light side could be everything that we want to show the world about us and, and everything that we like about ourselves. Things that we like, that we enjoy. And our dark side can be, you know, the part of the self that lies hidden in the shadows of our personality. We're often surprised to learn that it exists and it is usually a part of ourselves that we would rather deny, cancel, hide, keep it in some way completely out of sight and sometimes and many times completely outside of our awareness. Kind of like we would prefer to have it deleted or forgotten. Though most of us are doing the best we can in any given moment, there will be inevitably times when our less than ideal self bears its ugly head. Times when, for example, despite our greatest efforts, our emotions betray us and our most childish reactive behaviors are triggered. Those things that we don't like anybody to see. The not so friendly parts of ourselves emerge in spite of us. They are the tendencies that live within each of us, the primitive basic instincts that we are born with and that we learn to, to see them as unacceptable, as things that we must hide, as things that we must not have, as things that makes us feel vulnerable, exposed, ashamed, as if something would be wrong with us. This can include rage, greed, jealousy, addiction, procrastination, and any number of self-destructive behaviors. And sometimes it's not even self-destructive. It could be showing our most authentic self. And if we learn that our most authentic self is not something that fits our family, it's not something that fits X, Y, and Z, and someone in our close you know, group of, of, um, of members, then, you know, we learn to keep it completely under the shadow. So we've heard about these instincts, these instincts, these dark sides of our personality often referred as sh our shadow selves. And they have been portrayed as his media throughout time in Greek myths, film, art, literature, and embodied by famous characters from Darth Vader to Hamlet. The shadow is not an error or a flaw, says Connie Sweet and Steve Wolf, authors of Romancing the Shadow and Illuminating the Dark Side of the Soul. It is a part of the natural order of who we are, and it is not a problem to be solved. Instead, 
It is a mystery to be faced. It has the power to connect us to the depths of our own imaginations and to connect us with that part inside of ourselves that nobody knows, not even ourselves, but it's still a part of us. Whatever we call these parts of our personalities, the important thing is to remember that they're just that. They're parts. They're not the sum of who we are. And we allow them to hijack our better judgment. They have the potential to sabotage our relationships, our well-being, and ultimately our lives. And I would like to pinpoint a lot on this shadow self, because I've been in the shadow myself. I've, I know many people that have lived in the shadow as well. And I don't think it's something fair to do to ourselves because it's like if we're living outside the world as if something was wrong with us, as if we didn't allow ourselves the permission to be whoever we want to be. It is as if we prefer to give space for somebody else's needs and wants before our own. And that could be our parents, that could be our boss, that could be our friends, our peers, people around us. And that part, the things that we don't want anybody to see, that's where the real medicine lays. So I would like to continue a little bit, you know, to coining the term shadow self. Where does this term shadow self come from? The term shadow self was first conceptualized by Carl Jung in the mid-1900s. Jung theorized that a complete personality consists of both the positive and negative qualities in an individual, but only the qualities that seemed desirable were expressed in what was known as the persona. Those thoughts and feelings you may subconsciously label as dangerous or unappealing are are psychologically repressed. And this doesn't mean that they aren't there. It just means that most people don't retain the ability to acknowledge that they actually exist, that they're part of ourselves. You might become distanced from them. You might even refuse to believe that they're, they're a part of you, or you might project them if someone brings them to your attention. So let's acknowledge our dark side. Let's go deep in exploring what are the things that we don't want anybody, anybody to see about ourselves. So we know that we all have the dark side, right? These are the qualities that we often don't like to reveal to others. And because these are the traits that we might be ashamed of or embarrassed about, the ones that others may have rejected, made fun of us, or that we believe deem us undisturbing of being unworthy of love and security. So these lie down into being hurt 
I don't know, like kind of like this primal scar. It could be from our childhood most of the times. And it's something that we acknowledge that it was unfit for us. So it's better to completely cancel it, to keep it completely outside of who we are and just, you know, keep it under the rug. Kind of like burying them so deep that we don't even realize they exist. But embracing these qualities actually opens the door to happiness, fulfillment, and true enlightenment, says Debbie Ford in her book, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers. Our dark sides are part of our experience. So by uncovering and embracing our shadow side, we can accept all parts of ourselves. Every aspect of ourselves has a gift for us. Every emotion and every trait that we possess helps us show the way to enlightenment, to oneness. So for example, in her book, Ford shares the story of Stephen, a man who was worried about being a wimp. When he was five years old, when, when he was five years old, Stephen told his father that he was terrified of going on a pony ride. His father replied, what kind of mind, what kind of man are you going to make? You're nothing but a little wimp. You're an embarrassment in our family. These words stayed with Stephen. In fact, he did everything he could to prove he wasn't weak, from becoming a black belt in karate to lifting weights. He also hated seeing weakness in others. After talking with Ford, however, Stephen realized that he was still a wimp in some areas of his life, and being a wimp actually helped him and helped him advance in life. For example, being a wimp made him more cautious. This not only kept him out of lights, but in college, it also made him pass on going out with friends when he knew there would be heavy alcohol use. This saved him from a tragic accident that killed his closest friend and severely injured others. When we don't own all parts of ourselves, it can make certain aspects of our daily life really challenging. We may try so hard not to show weakness, imperfection, or vulnerability that we start chasing dreams that we don't even want filling our days with empty duties. When we're trying to prove our worth, we may become someone we don't even recognize. We exhaust our eternal resources when we try not to be something that we innately are. Something that we, that is part of us, that it's something, a part of who we are. So here are some tips to embrace our dark side, because I believe it's truly, truly important to get to know our dark side because we can use it to our advantage. It's something that is part of us. It's something that is subconsciously driving us every day of our lives. And if it's driving us and if it has, even though we put it on the dark side, it's still kind of like a man behind the wheel. It's still affecting every single decision we make in our lives. It's making a huge impact. So let's get to work. Let's get to see what we can take out of this imperfect and uncomfortable dark side. So to embrace our dark side is also known as doing shadow work. 
In her book, Ford includes exercises to help readers uncover and embrace their dark side. Okay, in one exercise, she suggests trying these two strategies. Okay, so number one is imagine that a newspaper article is written about you. Write down the five things you would not want to be, to be said about you. And imagine five things the newspaper could write about you, but it wouldn't matter. Then ask yourself these questions. One, are the first five things true and the second five untrue? And the second question is, have you decided with the help of your family and friends that the first five things are the wrong things to be? Therefore, you don't want them said about you. Lastly, consider writing down a judgment you hold for each sentence you wrote. You can try to pinpoint the time you first made this judgment and where it came from. Another way to uncover your dark side is by paying attention to the traits that bother you in others. Another one, and quite important, is write down all of the things that you feel ashamed of doing. These ones could be, you know, from obviously being in a scandal to doing something that you enjoy a lot, but you don't feel comfortable showing outside about yourself. Is it something that you like to write? Would you like to become a speaker? Would you like to become an artist, a composer, a singer, a poet, a dancer, a painter? What is it? that you're so yearned to become, that you're not allowing your soul to live its fullest potential because you feel ashamed of how other people are going to look at you. What is it? Would you launch your podcast? Would you open your Instagram account? Would you open that business that you want? What is it that's keeping you stuck? And right now with social media, I think we can use it as a tool to also seeing what part of us we don't want a larger audience or a larger public to see about ourselves. Because one thing is to act inside your family, not your family members. And a completely different thing is to act with your family members, with your friends, with your peers, with your colleagues, with people that sometimes you don't know on social media. What is it that your soul yearns, that you are so afraid to show to the world? It deserves to see the light. Your soul deserves 
to free itself and to experience, experience itself in its most authentic way. And I'd like to read this quote from Ford that I absolutely love. And I want to pinpoint this, you know, to keep with this reflection. Quoting, we live under the impression that in order for something to be divine, it has to be perfect. We are mistaken. In fact, the exact opposite is true. To be divine is to be whole, and to be whole is to be everything, the positive and the negative, the good and the bad, the holy man and the devil. When we take the time to discover our shadow and its gifts, we will understand what Jung meant by the gold is in the dark. Each of us needs to find that gold in order to reunite with our sacred self, in order to be one, integrated with our sacred self, in order to be our most authentic expression of ourselves as human beings. When we embrace our shadow, letting the so-called negative parts coexist with the more desirable and attractive ones, because that's what makes us whole. It's an ultimate goal. This is what makes us authentic, what makes us an integrated human being, what makes us human. The dark side is your friend. It's our direction. It's our call. The dark side, even though I know we fear it so, so, so much. We hate it. We feel completely uncomfortable showing it. But our dark side helps us arrive into the multipotentiality of our life as human beings. It allows us to be us, the purest and most authentic expression of ourselves. And this is why in Luan Emotional Museum, we created Show Your Fire. You can log in into showyourfire.com. And we have this scroll telling made by an artist between the conversation of a human being on the cosmos, talking about all of these uncomfortable things about ourselves, the things that we don't want anybody to see. And the cosmos responds, with everything that you have inside, all of those emotions, those feelings, those reflections, everything that you don't want anybody to see, they deserve to see the light. They deserve to come out into existence. Create something with that. 
Because those words or that artistic expression that you make with it or that book or that article or that conference or that fill in the blank, whatever is urging you in your life might, might make someone else feel right. So it deserves to see the light. And this is a collective art invitation to send us to upload your art in Luan. Any form of art is completely acceptable. You can upload it in PDF, JPEG, anything. Expressing your truest, most authentic self. And we want to see you. We want to see you with your light and your darkness. Because there's nothing to be afraid of from your darkness. Nothing at all. Your darkness is beautiful. Your darkness is you. Your darkness is part of who you are. Your darkness also deserves to see the light. So this is an invitation to join showyourfire.com and please upload your artwork reflecting the truest essence of yourself. We can't wait to see you, the real you. This is an invitation to show your world, to show the world the truest version of yourself. It's all together walk, sharing hands, and sharing the vulnerability that makes us human. Want to keep the conversation going? Luan, the world's first emotional museum, designed a global online experience to inspire and explore. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Telegram, and visit our site at luanmuseum.com to engage creatively.